It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Forecast after dark for men. Welcome! Wow. To the forecast after dark. But, 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 It's Cheeks Week! Oh, man. Boy. Holly, why is it Cheeks Week? Well, it was Cheeks Week. And in foreordained sense, in that Baylor and Texas Tech are playing, it is Cheeks Week in that Iowa State, if you have not seen their uniforms, are going around just Winnie the Pooing it up and down the field. And it is <laughs> Cheeks Week because today has been witness to a number of ass kickings. And the day may not be over yet. Looking at you, USC. Uh, yes, just live update here. I believe the score is Arizona 10. USC. No, no, it's worse no. now. It's worse now? Oh, no, it's worse now. That was a minute ago. Sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, I need to refresh my screen. Nothing now. I when I when I posted the link on from the full cast account, I made sure to note join before Arizona scores again. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> a lot of people did, but if not, if you if you think we don't speak things into existence, just look at last week when we <clears throat> called Missouri a complete team and said nice things about South Florida. Yeah, yeah. Those were true at the time. However, given new data, I would like to revise my sentiments and judgments. The decision the desk has an update. <laughs> USF cheeks. Uh, responding to commenter Joshua Fielding, I think it's perfectly appropriate to have parents week. Uh, clash with watching Alex Grinch football because he's getting sunned. Missouri's run wow. defense. Decision desk update. Cheeks! Just Steve Kornacki flying in on a vine like, <laughs> whoo, drops in. They're ass! They're ass! <laughs> hey, Cheeks I don't want to buddy. Georgia Tech's got the ball back with 26 seconds Come to go. Come on. Are we really going to do this? Uh, I We? Do what? We as a society. Listen. Oh, no, it appears we really aren't. So that was a good bounce pass, though. Okay. No, we're not doing that. 100%. Um, also, those Miami uniforms are too sick to lose in. I'm sorry. The refs need to like stand in and be like, no, no, no. That good play doesn't count. With all those times we talked about opening a Christian laser tag arena, this is exactly what it's going to look like these, in there. These Miami uniforms are like, wow, Miami, you worked so hard to find every collectible to unlock these uniforms on whatever fucked up PS5 game this is. Yeah, like this is some sort of... Oh, no! Uh, update, please. Georgia what's what's that mean? Georgia Tech, what? Uh, 14 seconds left. Georgia Tech completed a long pass. They're past the 50. 12 seconds to go, first and 10. 
So you're saying it could still happen. Okay. You're only down by three. Before we get to the extreme amount of cheeks. Let's just narrate this week. You know what, Ryan? Let's talk about what you said not to do before we started the show, which is if we wait until the end of the game, Georgia Tech will fuck this up. So we just start the show now. I did say that. Uh, Let's talk about the Red River rivalry. The most... The most fun you can have short of of watching two neighbors who you don't really like shoot bottle rockets at one another. Or shoot one another. Or or that. Yeah. Uh, Like, maybe, I think maybe we binged early this weekend because this was the best shit I'll watch. I don't know. It's maybe the best game I've seen all year. Really. Like, (sighs) it's fantastic. Come on. Immediate chaos. No, I'm sorry. I'm being informed by the chat that Georgia Tech Yeah, the chat's going. <laughs> the chat's lost his fucking mind. For once, Spencer, you are being derailed by other people. This is what it feels like. With, with what appears to be a second to go, Georgia Tech has thrown a 44-yard passing touchdown that will almost <laughs> assuredly give them... Another long pass. Give them an upset victory. Over the previously perfect Miami Hurricanes. Mind you, Georgia Tech lost badly to Bowling Green last week. And Mm. Bowling Green is very bad. Bowling Green again? Is it still Scott Leffler? Yeah. I I also Um, love... Bowling Green this week got shut out by Miami of Ohio. I'm being informed that Miami could have knelt that out. Yeah, they could have. And instead they fumbled. I... And yes, to the commenter who pointed out that Miami, Florida now has a transitive loss to Miami of Ohio, that is correct. Mario, I've been defending you for so long, my man. Even though, even though Miami beat Miami. I know. They have, they have the most elusive <laughs> oh of all God. achievements, which they is the transitive Miami loss Wolves. and direct win to the Wait, same team. So Miami means... Miami has beaten themselves. That's correct. Miami is they've... Miami has human centipede in college football. Miami has the infinite fap. They've won, yeah. They've won the war of self. Congratulations! You are now the master of all samurai. And the only way to win the war of self <laughs> is to lose the war of self. <laughs> Damn, bro, that's deep. Sorry, oh, I had to get some Miami God. representation in here. I'm sorry. We're we're just gonna need a few minutes. Maybe we add music into this later while we all just sit here and stare at the screen, right? I just okay. All right, we can get back on track. We can do this. I don't think we can, but we can try. I don't, I don't feel bad it, at all. It feels easy to get back on track. I if, if history happens on the show. If if by on track we mean talking about Red River, all we do is say, so let's talk about Red River. So Red River was... Red River, Red River. Whatever, whatever the last four plays of Georgia Tech-Miami was. <laughs> it was that game reversed. It, it, it was, started yes. there and escalated. Yes, that's where we started out. In Oklahoma, Texas. Texas scored off a blocked punt. I think Texas threw an interception on either its first or second play from scrimmage. Uh, Texas had first and goal from the Oklahoma one. Ran twice for for nothing. Passed for a loss, I think, and then passed again for one yard and got absolutely stoned. Yes, by the way, after they brought the big boys in, after they brought like Sweat, a 340 pound or 360 pound defensive tackle, yeah, 
uh, after they brought all the big dudes in, and they still got nada. It was breathtaking. It it was. It's not great. It was sublime. I don't know what you're talking about. That was amazing. It, well, it was not great if you were a Texas partisan, let me say. Okay, yeah. Because I, like this, like the thing that made the difference in this game, there is a game-winning drive where Dylan Gabriel, in the span of a minute and two seconds, by the way, uh, not even a minute and two seconds, because they gave Texas back 15 seconds. So, you know, about 47 seconds takes them all the way from the OU 25 straight to the Texas end zone uh, for the game winning score. That's cool. But the thing that absolutely beat the shit out of Texas was the OU defense. The OU. Uh, Yes. Yes. With there is a caveat to that. A lot of yards, a lot of yards, but, and, and a couple of big plays that Oklahoma couldn't, couldn't catch up to, but like, very sturdy in the red zone and made and and made Texas have to do a lot just to get 30 points, just to get 30 points. And also three turnovers, tons of pressure on Quinn Ewers. Yep. Um, he was harassed all day long, uh, really only had like a couple of spells of looking super comfortable before they just go back to confusing him again. Texas you... had to break out the fake punt in the first quarter. Uh-huh. Sacked him five times. If you wanted the Brent Venables, like, the, the dazzling Brent Venables confusion machine mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, that's cover two pre-snap. And then you're like, ah, it's plaid <laughs> afterwards that they're there. They're there. Oklahoma is more than capable of that, which like like no small achievement here. I know they allowed a lot of yards, but but when was the last time you remember Oklahoma having this defense? Like I had to think back to like 2000s era Stoops teams, not even 2010s era, but like. Yeah. 2000s era stoops teams the last time i can remember oklahoma having a defense this capable and this malicious so like it felt like both of these teams were getting just a ton of pass rush and it felt like oklahoma managed that much better than texas did like dylan gabriel was very clearly under pressure and feeling it but able to navigate and they sort of just went with a uh take what they're giving us kind of uh kind of attack and it worked they had, I don't even know how many scoring drives of how, however many plays there. Cite that research. But like <laughs> it, it felt like Oklahoma, every drive was just like, okay, eight yards, nine yards, you know, like up and down the field uh, all day long with without a lot of like their long was 44, like not not a lot of huge broken plays. Um, but yeah, just just careful and methodical. And like, yeah, the, the big difference there, by the way, for Oklahoma was uh, Dylan Gabriel's feet it, because. It was also it was also that Texas turned the ball over three times and Oklahoma didn't turn over once. Uh, and if like you count say, and if you count the like fourth down stop, like that's another turnover, frankly. We, we like to say forced three turnovers, Ryan. You're forced. Right. You're right. Time to go see yes. USP doing the same thing. Yes. We, and, and Oklahoma didn't uh, throw those turnovers because of Dylan Gabriel's footwork. There, this, tied all right. together. There you all go. And his feet. Is, yeah. But Dylan, Dylan Gabriel was the leading rusher. He had 113 yards. And every time they really needed another sort of, every time they needed a play, you know, they like one of their default plays on third down was QB draw. Yeah. It was, it was QB draw because it was open every single time because Texas was really trying to pressure him. And one thing you can do when you're getting a lot of pressure is just run past it. Wee! There you go. I just like that. So um, because both teams look capable and competent, that means this was an SEC game. None of that Big 12 crap, right? <laughs> so I just like that both of these teams that are capable of like playing 
stiff defense up front um, and all that, that they're going to come show like LSU how to play football, right? That's right. That's right. Like demonstrate what defense is to LSU. Yes, LSU, you won today. Finally, it's about time. But By like, flexing defensive muscle. By only giving up 39 points, yeah. And by getting a, a a pick six, yeah, that's like like the, the game breaker there is is a that's, pick six. Uh, that is not the game breaker. You don't think? No, no. no the game. I'm gonna go find it uh, because I want to get this right. I the, I saw maybe the weirdest fourth down decision I can remember in a long time near the end of this game. This is on. This ends up being uh, Mizzou's second to last drive, so they get the ball with three minutes to play, down three. And within two plays, they are in LSU territory. They had a good, they had a, uh, yes, yes, yes. They, they immediately just start moving the ball. They're at second and one. They throw an incomplete pass. They're at third and one on the LSU 41. Again, they only need a field goal at this point. There's a false start. Then... On third and six, Brady Cook is sacked and fumbles, and they lose 26 yards. So it's now fourth and 32 on their own 28. There is a minute to play, and importantly, Missouri has all three timeouts. What would you do in this situation? Fourth and 32 at your own 28. Oh, I punt. That's not what happened. If you, Jason, if you weren't going to punt... Oh what God! Would you call run. Uh, that's not what happened either. Hmm. They called a like hook and ladder that it didn't appear half the team even knew was going to happen. Okay. So they got the ball out like just like a real fire truck. Yes, they got they got like twenty yards on it, which was not thirty two, and gave gave LSU the ball back, and held. But then, because they, they, they stopped LSU on three plays, but then they fucking punted it down to, like, the Mizzou three. And it was just, it was so baffling. Like, I didn't understand what the logic was of, like, let's try to pick up fourth and 32 instead of punt and hope we can get a stop. Sure. It was very strange. Very, very strange. Yeah, but, I, but, yes, that's, that, that, that is where I think it all fell apart. Personally. By the way, they did that, and then uh, Brady Cook threw a pick six. The shortest pick six you've ever seen. Yeah, from the Bazoo Five. Yep. Yep. It was Gherkin. Yep. Yes, a 17 yard pick six. So, yeah, Mizzou, we said you were good. The full cast welcomes you. Jaden Dan, you know who's good is Jaden Daniels. Yes, Jayden he is. Jaden Daniels is fucking awesome. Jane Daniels, Jane Daniels had 259 yards passing, three TDs, no picks, uh, 130 yards rushing on 15 carries. He one... hopped, he hopped over a blocker. One of his blockers ended up on the ground, and he just like leapt over him like Mario jumping over. How does this a man always shell. end up in the air? Yes, he, he just wants to be free. He wants to be a bird. Yeah, he he had one hit. He didn't even. I, he took pretty good care of himself today, and he still took a horrible hit. Like he got into the end zone, it was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, scoring a touchdown. That's yes. pretty cool. Jaden Daniels time, and then a Mizzou player just spears him in the lumbar, like it, just it probably cracked a rib, or probably. something. Yeah, and, and then he just did. And then he went off after the that. Like my God, 
yeah. So even when he's taking care of himself, apparently football just has it out for Jaden Daniels, um, which has not affected him one bit because because here he is still putting up almost 400 yards of offense by himself for a team that badly needs it because they cannot defend a stiff breeze or 57 minutes worth <laughs> or of any other football. breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slow breezes, cool breezes, any of them. Yeah. So now, now we sit in where we thought we all would, with Alabama at the top of the SEC West. Yeah, <laughs> it's got, it was, <laughs> I was thinking about how if if you had just not watched any of September, you'd look mm-hmm. up like, oh, everything's normal, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, so we're on pace for Bama, Georgia, and Ohio State, Michigan to be the most important games, and Oklahoma's yep. going to win the Big Twelve. All of that sounds completely normal. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, this is where Rip Van Winkle wakes up with the long beard, looks around, and goes, "Yeah, it's all the same." The what? The one thing you can't get to is Clemson. That's the one thing you're like, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Hold on. What Maybe happened? if you if you've been out for several years and you're sure, like, oh, of sure. course, Florida State's the ACC's sure. only good team. I fell asleep. Uh, other than ninety three. So, I have a question. Yeah. What happened at the end of the Bama game with Florida? With um, oh god. Which which end? Uh, I, I'm 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 specifically wondering. Was the fourth and one decision for Jimbo as dumb as it looked and as cowardly as it looked? Because I missed it. I saw Jalen Milrow make a couple of nice plays. I saw Bama pull ahead, and then I went to another game. Jason, why don't you take a crack at this first? Uh, so they were on the, what, the like the 40, 42, 44, somewhere around there? Um, I think so, but this is much earlier in the game. It was so. It, it was fourth and fourth and fourth one. and one at the Alabama forty-five with two fifty-nine left in the third. So still pretty early, and at this point, and there's much the debate was, about what one means. Yes, and the game was tied at this point. Yeah, and and <laughs> after the game, oh, Jim, they're at Jimbo, the Al- they're at the Alabama. I'm sorry, they're at the Alabama forty-five. Yes, they're at yeah. they're in plus territory. Yeah, in in a game that ends up being decided by uh, less than a you know by six points by less yes. than a touchdown plus the extra yes. point, um, Jimbo is asked about you know why they didn't go for it, and he says, "Well, if it had been like fourth and a half a yard, we would have." So apparently, there is a number of inches that determines whether um, whether the obviously efficient move would be the obviously efficient and, move or and, not. And analytics have gone too far. <laughs> too far. This is what happens when you take away Jimbo's papers. Oh, that's what all that documentation was for. That's right. It was every possible down and distance and what to do on them. But he didn't have fourth and two feet, six inches. He couldn't couldn't remember that. The the weird thing of it is they have a play for fourth and 14 inches. It's fourth and 15. That's the trouble. That's the problem. That's Because fourth and 16, yeah, we got that. Fourth and 17, we're good. All these are different plays. Um. What stood out to me more about this game, and this is from, uh, I'm stealing this from listener Texan in NYC. Alabama had to do Auburn shit to win this game. They're on their... Heresy. On their last possession, they have third and seven after they have run the ball twice just to get Texas to start burning timeouts, but there's still like two minutes left. And Jalen Milrow throws a pass to Jace McClellan that McClellan has to like go down to get. 
and it appears that his knee should have been down, but that's not what they called on the field. And on replay, it they made the right decision because he didn't catch the ball while his knee was down. He kind of like volleyball set it up to himself so he could stand up, whether intentionally or not, and then ran for a first down. And if it's not the most Auburn shit possible to like basically lose because you don't get the ball back because of that, like what could be? Everything about this game was like Alab if if you just took if you took the names away and you were just like what what scrappy SEC team is this that's winning this game with like hitting some big plays but like not not being efficient on the ground and not being that good on fourth down or on third down and needing some like special team shit to get in there and having a ton at one point I think Alabama had three false starts in a row. <laughs> Hell yes. I'm not making that up. I think it was like false start, false start, false start on a third down. Ryan, in terms of like just if you if you played blind box score, if you just looked at this, yes. you, you would guess this is like 2020's Mississippi State. Yes. They, they yep. threw 321 sure. yards and ran for 23. <laughs> yep. Yep. You could talk me into this being um, maybe like certain South Carolina games. Mm-hmm. You know, this could be an Ole Miss. Yeah, this could be an Ole Miss. This, but that sequence of penalties too is also the string that led off them losing to Tennessee last year. Right. Like that's kind of when you had a sense they were fucked, and it was right. early too. Um, but like they played kick-ass defense in the second half of this game. Yeah, D- Dallas Turner is incredible. They... Their defense has been great. They got a safety, which ended up being pretty important in a six-point game, especially because it forced Jim. It forced Texas A&M. Texas A&M had the most unfortunate string of events where they thought they had a touchdown, but um, Le'Veon Moss went out at the two, just like barely, just like the tip of his toe sort of brushed the sideline, and as a result of taking a sack, throwing a completion in bounds, and then taking a timeout to kick a field goal because they were down nine, they lost like an entire minute of clock and a timeout to do all this shit just to kick a 20-yard field goal because they needed to get the ball back. And then then Alabama did Auburn shit. It was... I... There's no way Nick Saban likes winning these games. There's just no way. Oh, no. He absolutely loves it. Do you know how many coaching points he has? <laughs> he has so many coaching points to make. He has an entire sheaf. He has a notebook full of coaching points. There was a quote. I, I think like the first thing he said when he got to the postgame presser was like, well, there's good news and there's bad news. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, he is. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> the, he, the, he, has, he has no happier space to be in. Yeah. And like. And he got a haircut too. He got a fresh cut and dye job for this game. We should have seen this coming. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, I would not have guessed it. Like this is Jalen Milrose rushing stat line, and obviously, this is going to include sex. Eight carries for negative thirty-one yards, but he threw for three hundred and twenty-one. Like, just a weird game, and also Texas A&M is. Uh, I don't know. It's it, they really it, they yeah. had a, they had all, this was a giant missed opportunity. Oh, they outplayed Alabama so thoroughly in the first half 
Like, like obviously we've seen A&M be competitive with Alabama in the recent past in in recent memory, but this was, this was maybe the first time that they played a full half of football that I was like, Oh, they are executing and planning. Like what they're doing is superior to what Alabama is doing. Yeah. It almost looks like they looked up and thought like, Oh wait, we're not supposed to be the team leading (laughs) Alabama. Listen, this this is what it sounds like, and it, it matches every other A and M game I've seen where they fritter away an advantage or a lead. It's the man with too many things in his hands. <laughs> That's what they are. You talked about how, except they, a fourth down play, they had yeah, to burn a yeah. bunch of they had to burn a bunch of timeouts and to get into position for a field goal because they needed to preserve their other timeouts. Right? Yeah, they have to. Yeah. The, right? They need they need like. They get into situations where they can't have a ridiculous thing happen and then it happens and they can't recover because some disorganization prior to that left them with no margin. It's the man with too many files in his hand. They showed a picture of Jimbo Fisher earlier in the game. (laughs) I cannot believe the broadcast crew did this because it's so disrespectful and yet accurate. They're like, here's Jimbo Fisher last year and here's Jimbo Fisher this year. And they show here's the giant dumbass who couldn't understand what a backpack is. Right. They just show him with his fool's armful of goods (laughs) of like files. Here's a man who can't manage his in-game inventory. Do you know what it reminds me? Oh, he's encumbered. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's one of those infomercials where the, the like Chris Mottram's wife used to do where you can't peel an egg. Yeah. Sure. And it's just Jimbo trying to stack a bunch of folders on top of one another and they just keep slipping out. So Jimbo, the thing about having a sidekick in a in a game like this is you can put your inventory in theirs. They're not actually carrying anything. So when you when you assign Bobby Petrino to be your sidekick on these missions, Put your inventory. Strap a file into cabinet him. to that motherfucker and make him follow you around. Open Load it him up. up with all your garbage. <laughs> Send him out into missions when you you don't want to be the one to get fired upon. That's his job. Make this Bobby Petrino your Bobby credenza. Roll for motorcycling. Ah, a one. Oops. <laughs> make um, him your make him your cannon fodder. Yeah, this is never going to be better. This is what you are. This is what Jimbo Fisher and Am are going. It's not. It's not. There's absolutely no. No. That's the thing is, you're I, right. I will not back off this. What data set do you have that you need to be large enough? You know, six years? No. No one. Do you is, need six? No one is disputing. I'm laughing because it's yeah. The, the truth is so mean. The truth is mean. To burden in the Bobby Petrino voice. You got six goddamn years of this. It's never coming together. Ever. <laughs> yeah, especially because like Malachi Moore got knocked out of this game, I think in the first half, and you would think the answer would start being like, okay, it's time to like bomb. Like Anaya Smith is awesome, and only got four catches in this game. Like there is always there is a weird thing, and I suspect this is probably true for a lot of Jimbo's tenure, where you're like, why are you not? Why why don't you do the thing that Ohio State eventually that you know good teams eventually figure out to do? Last week this was Georgia. Um call the touchdown play. Like throw if you have kick-ass skill position players, find a way to get them the ball. And AM does not consistently do that in ways that are just baffling. Yeah. You're never ever gonna end up with a quarterback that you want. That hasn't happened in six years. And it only, by the way, he's only gotten less patient 
and frittered away more talent at quarterback, right? And then gets them injured because the quarterback has too much on his brain because he's got to call 12 protections and get the routes right for everybody and read hey, defense. You know. Yeah, just it <laughs> fucking sucks. Program. It sucks. My program is I got too much fucking shit on me. But, but, exactly. But but none of this matters. Do you know why? Because there's only one reason why Texas A&M lost this game. Ted Cruz showed up wearing Texas A&M <laughs> shit. That's and it. like once he's, once he's there, you're cooked, baby. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he can wear any gear in the state of Texas. If he if Ted Cruz comes to your game, you're going to fucking lose. You have been visited by the lost fairy. <laughs> Nick made that happen, by the way. He's like, he called up Joe Manchin and he was like, "Hey, uh, can you do me a favor? I need you to make sure that Ted's there. If you could just like, do that." The incredible, the incredible loser energy seeping off of the. He's like an X Man, and his power is fucks up your football team. Do you know how hard it is <laughs> no, no, this to stand out as a leader among his peer, a loser among his peer group? And yeah, Omega Omega level loser. <laughs> yeah, this was. This was by the by the way, he was there and did a press conference with Ross Bjork, the AD for Texas AM, about how they were gonna get NIL legislation passed. And I was like, Ted Cruz despite not having a speaker of the house. Yeah. Also, he's like, Yeah, a solution will come from the Senate. And I'm like, not if Ted Cruz presents it. <laughs> they all think he's anthrax. Yeah, this is a thing that I'm not sure is known in the general public. So let's just underline it one more time. Uh we would make fun of Ted Cruz regardless. Y'all have no idea how widely loathed Ted Cruz is among other Washington politicians. No, like they they want him to die. Yeah, they hate him. Famously, wildly disliked among his peers. If you're like, like, there is not, it's extremely funny when he says he's going to get things done because nobody will fucking work with him. If you're hosting uh, your child's birthday at Chuck E. Cheese and Ted Cruz shows up, just just walk away, just be like, the ski ball machine's gonna explode. We need to leave right now. <laughs> and that's why Texas A&M lost. Well, no, they they lost because Jimbo Fisher's never gonna get it together. That's that's. But Ted didn't help. Ted, right. Ted. I don't. I keep saying this, and it, it kind of it, it maybe sounds more pat than I mean it to say. I don't actually understand why Jimbo's even pretending to try. That money's guaranteed. I wouldn't do shit. This is why I posit the Jim bot. The Jim bot. Which is the Jimbo cyborg <laughs> that he had made for him four what years ago? You fire him? No, the Jimbot. Yeah, exactly. The Jimbot is just rolled out there, and he's like, "Hey, man, you mo- got to get the sex doll speaking faster. Nobody's gonna buy it. You hear me?" Yeah, he's like, like, oh. like there probably is an attendance requirement. Like he he probably does have to show up. Oh yeah, that is that is cause. how you get fired for cause. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. like that's where Jimbot comes in. Yeah, that's where Jimbot and, and apparently other ways as well, um, based on. What Ryan just said. <laughs> yeah. Jimbo Jimbo is like somewhere north of the Arctic Circle hunting caribou. And his guide is sitting there with a sat phone going, do you want an update from the game? And Jimbo's like, ah, hell no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I don't want to know about those losers. I heard Ted Cruz is there. So we sent Jimbo to Canada. We traded him for Ted Cruz. So, somehow we got rid Damn of Jimbo it. and lost the trade. Damn. Yeah. Um, that's like when you cut off a mole and a bigger, uglier mole grows back in its place. <laughs> All right. So we've been going for about half an hour here. And 
I know there's some segment of the Notre Dame fans who listen to this show who think maybe they're not going to. Maybe they forget. Wait, I heard Notre Dame stomped on the bird. What happened next? Don't stomp on the bird. Bird stomped back. Angry birds, a phrase of my own invention, has Uh, resulted. What happened next was Louisville 33, Notre Dame 20. Birds with human teeth. Yeah. Um, Sam Hartman threw three picks. Notre Dame ran for 44 yards. Even if you take away Sam Hartman running for negative 12 on 10 attempts, five, I think five of six or six. That part's normal. Sex. Even if you take that away, it's like you ran for 56 yards. The, Notre Dame's offensive line between this game and the Duke game is hazardous. Is uh-huh. like is like an OSHA violation. It's not good. And usually both of these programs are fond of OSHA violations. <laughs> oh God. But not pa- in this. Papa Papa John's has passed most of its clear- clearances, most of its health inspections. Papa has been recently. long thrown clear of this program. <laughs> One does not simply walk into the slice. Maybe Papa John's inside of Jimbot. Oh, that's you're gonna have to get that machine clean. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's 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 listen. That's it. That's not safe for work, even for like midnight standards, which is I, where we stand. What is also not safe for work? That offensive line generates five turnovers. Five. Yeah. Five single. Five. Cinco turnovers for Notre Dame, despite the fact that these teams had similar production. Uh, Louisville has one of my favorite dynamics as a team, which is I'm like, y'all are all very enthusiastic and mean and trying real hard, and and nothing seems to be working too great. But but you're just gonna thug it out. You're just gonna <laughs> that's like like they call plays, and you're like that that one didn't work at all. But you were trying real hard, and the next one kind of worked, and your quarterback is is. Jack Plummer, who if you've watched Jack Jack Plummer play, man, he's exactly that kind of quarterback. You're like he's I'm, trying real but, hard. But like compare compare them to the A and M team we're just talking about. Jamari Thrash is the best receiver on Louisville. He caught eight balls, and the most anybody else on the team had was two. Like half of the completed passes went to their best receiver. Yeah. Like, like there is a simplicity. I I agree that there is like not necessarily a lot of complexity or depth to the Louisville offense at this point in time, but there is there is a simplicity and a directness to it, and paired with the like very aggressive defense that they play, because Sam Hartman again had a terrible time. Like his he put the the interceptions were bad, but like overall he like I think. I don't think he's the reason they lost the game. I don't think his decision making is what lost them the game. Too handsome. They're just like, yeah, Louisville was getting after it on defense, and it was awesome. Like from the from the from the first drive until well into the fourth quarter, they just like did not let up. Louisville has that thing where they're just like, okay, we're gonna win. I, I don't really know how we're gonna get there, but. It will happen as ugly as it needs to be. They did that versus NC State in a spectacularly ugly, like ACC week. They did it classic. against Indiana. They this is a team yeah. that barely beat Indiana. Yeah, 
This is this is a team when they go, oh man, this team they they just get it done. You go, well, that's cliche. Then you watch it and go, no, that's exactly what happens. They they just wh- whatever happens, we'll coupon it. We will stack up points until they make a pile that is bigger than yours. I don't know how many that's going to be. We have no plan on how that's going to happen, but we'll get there. Louisville also has that level of like ferocious crowd involvement that you don't always all that often yeah. see in the ACC yeah. or on Notre Dame's schedule. That is a yeah. mean crowd. Yeah. I like you know, you know what I liked about the Louisville crowd, at least on television? A lot of like a lot of mean kids, a lot of like nine year olds yes. just like <laughs> wiling yeah. out. You're like, oh man, you're a problem at school, aren't you? I love you. Mom and dad kids are who like, might have knives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mom and dad are like, hey. Do you want your first beer tonight? <laughs> we we need you. We need you to beat Notre Dame. Listen, so, listen. You gotta understand if you're having your first beer tonight, you're also having your third beer tonight because that's how we party. Because hey, the cards need us. Let's go. Birds with teeth. Birds with teeth. We need this kid loud. Kids with teeth. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Like this is basically it felt like Louisville watched the Notre Dame Duke tape and was like, oh, okay, we'll just like finish the job. Yeah, we'll just throw a bunch of guys at the offensive line and at least a couple will get through every time. Yes, yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can someone read aloud the Mario Cristobal quote from the post game that just appeared in the sidebar? Um if if it, if this is the quote. Mario Cristobal said post game maybe we should have knelt it. So we're so um we're trusting the okay maybe I, we I, should have knelt it. It's it's possible this was said. Hmm. <laughs> oh, no, it's Mario. I totally believe it. He's probably recruiting right now. Like he was probably recruiting while they were making the decision like Mario, Mario in the headset. Like we need you to go and he's like hold on, I'm texting a 17-year-old tight end. One second. <laughs> Just run the ball. Just run the ball. F- who fucking cares? They got to recruit. God, they got to play UNC next week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> UNC UNC absolutely, to get back to the butt week theme, Syracuse has no butt left. No, UNC they ran out of butt. Cut yeah. it to shreds. Yeah, we, we have an ass deficiency in Syracuse, New <laughs> Down York. To the yeah. Oh, that shit's concave now. God hey, damn. you know, you know who got, you know who I appreciate for immediately phoning the fuck out, phoning in the fuck out of their game today. Kentucky, I love it. <laughs> Y'all absolutely <laughs> trash Florida last week. You show up at Georgia and you're like victory lap. Oh, I hope you had a nice weekend in Athens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lovely weekend. Living and I appreciate that, and I also appreciate that you signaled right away that we did not have to watch this game. Yeah. It's it's nice that this was like all right, here comes the best test on Georgia's schedule, and with by the end of the first quarter, <laughs> yeah. you were like, oh boy, all right, well we're gonna have to wait a little bit. At, at least we know Georgia participates when there is a test. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like for the first few weeks, it was it does it does this team any good at all? And I was like, oh okay, okay, okay. So once once the games that matter start, they they will be good. Got it. Um, Minnesota, butt gone absolutely kicked to hell jug butt yeah like, this, mm, yeah frozen, butt. yeah got you some malden's jam butt. yeah that's what you got more like rue the butt uh this was michigan 52 minnesota 
10. I mentioned the score not as information because you could look that up. I mentioned it as a point of comparison <laughs> because it's because got some advanced metrics about this game, didn't we? 52 points and 56 plays. That's the Michigan offense against Minnesota. Does that include kneel, does that include kneel downs? Ryan, that does include kneel downs. <laughs> That's cool. amazing. Seems cool. good. Cool. Also, JJ McCarthy, I love it. Four carries, two TDs. Efficiency, bitch. This like uh. Looking at Minnesota over the course of the year, this is a wildly non-competitive team. Lost to Northwestern, got killed by UNC. You can barely... stop the lost to Northwestern. Yeah, like, like I don't even know why we watched after that. Like this is this is just not the the Big Ten West as a whole. Man, y'all are confusing. Bun. I will say this: this was, I think, a Friday night game. Nebraska's I I don't have like a lot of memories of the true like black shirt Nebraska defenses like this is not a thing that I'm like oh yeah I remember this that or the other but the way Nebraska's offense continued to try to keep Illinois in this stupid football game with fumbles and missed field goals and interception and just like constant garbage and Nebraska on defense just constantly turned all of it away and just processed Illinois' offense into reconstituted butt. I, I was actually impressed. I was actually like, okay, now I have some sense of what that might wow. look like. This is the nicest thing we've said about Nebraska in maybe literally the entire decade of this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, since, listen. They fired, since they fired Polini at least. Hey, listen, Heinrich, Heinrich Harburg was cooking. I mean, Come the kitchen on. closed, and the kitchen closed quickly. <laughs> but for a hot second in that second quarter. Cooking. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, cooking. Also, Illinois is just, man. It's bleak. All, all, it's bleak. Man, all mana was tapped last season. There's nothing left in the tank, right? All of those guys are at Purdue now. Right. They all just left. Like, but Purdue was bad too. <laughs> let's well, yeah. all right. Let's talk about. Uh, the they went to West Lafayette for the nightlife. Let's, we all know. let's talk about the tweet we got about Iowa. Do you do you know the one I'm talking about? Should I? Can I go dig it up here? Here it is. This is from Michael. Iowa wide receivers had zero receiving yards against Purdue. Fuck yeah. They they punted six times and completed six passes all game. They somehow won 20, 20 to 14, and it really could have been 31 to 0. Yeah. You know, this, this surpasses football. This is a kink. <laughs> <laughs> it transcends football to be this deliberately bad. It's, it's technically But they're Come five. On. I was five and one. Yeah. They are, uh, let's see, 21.8 points per game at this point. It's with... not just it's not just that they're 21.8. It's that, like, so many of these games are right. They've scored 24, 20, 26, and 20. There, there's a 41 and a zero that sort of, oh, what do you know? <laughs> Balance they each average other out. out right to fucking 20. <laughs> like, it's it's the ability for there to be largely no swing one way or the other. 
when they picked 325, they knew what they were doing to maximize My drama. God. That's how oh you draw God. eyeballs to Iowa, Nebraska, and Iowa, LSU, in whatever Tampa Bowl. And they're not firing him. It doesn't matter if they come up 70 points short of that. You don't think they're firing <laughs> Brian Ferentz? No. No. What makes you think anybody learns a lesson or gets punished or has to actually no, serve out you're right. here's the what consequences of their actions? Here's no. What, what will happen is they'll be like, well, Brian, per the terms of your contract, you, you know, we have to let you go. And then Kirk will be like, but here is your new contract with a raise, my son. Correct. You, that is well, exactly the thing what is, is going to happen. The thing is, for several years, he's gathered new additional titles. So he yeah. probably has like seven. You know, sure. it's he's, he's fucking Crusader Kings at this point. He's going to lose like nine of his of his um, of his realms, but he'll still be the offensive coordinator. That or he'll go be the QB coach at AM. So Iowa. It's like all the dogs aren't allowed on the bed, but they're currently on the bed. Like they're not allowed, but they're up here. You have the duchy of offensive line. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he's yeah. going to be left with. Yeah, but yeah, there's no way. Like, like I love that everyone thinks this is going to happen. Like, oh, they signed a contract. What? What? The, he thinks he owns that program, right? Yeah, like, if does. they fire him, if they Show fire me him, evidence that he doesn't. I know. If they fire him, he's going to break off his keys in the locks. Brian, I have great news. We've legally changed your name to Daryl Ferentz. Therefore, Brian Ferentz is fired, but you're not him. That's great because it creates a backup other brother, Daryl Ferentz, that they can use when this one runs out. Um, I would also like to offer. I, I know that I think I think we've been kind of on the fence about Colorado this year, but tonight Colorado did something that I think definitively proves they are a good Pac-12 team. And I agree, is, and I want to see if we have the same reason. They went to Arizona State, and they fucked around and barely won. And that is the thing good Pac-12 teams do. Like, this is not specific to them in any way, shape, or form. USC did this a couple weeks ago. You could tell me Oregon or Washington is going to do it at some point. And I'd ask, like, this is a time... I, as the conference dissolves and as these teams start going their separate ways, I am glad that we can honor the tradition of looking like absolute ass at Arizona State. And Holly, you have the other half of this. Uh, yeah, they made sure to do it on the Pac-12 network so no one saw. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm not even making fun. We tried to watch this game today and, of course, could not. We were buffed. I, I I do like how every week of Colorado's season is sort of an introduction for new college football fans to, you know, to experience this or that different facet of the sport. And this time around is like the Pac-12 what? Right. Like we we sort of take it for granted that like, yeah, you know, um, half their games are unwatchable. It is what it is. So part of the reason why this conference isn't going so, to exist anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So 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 then, you know, when these new fans are like, oh, so does this have anything to do with like why this conference is going away? Yes. Yes. You're starting to get it. Yes. Right? <laughs> if you want to watch this game, you have to have a PlayStation Vita. I know they don't make those anymore. But... So the story starts in 1850, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, that's and then why the other one was refrigerator. like you say, like how many legit Pac-12 teams have have lost in the state of Arizona? So yes. like yes. there is, it's, There's it's no like shame. a, Whatever the spread was in this game, it doesn't. It's fake. Nope. 
Nope. It's they everything just, is fake in this. It's like time zones, right? Don't they have their own time zone or some shit? Yeah. Or they, they yeah, do. I think they do the like, we're not doing daylight savings because we tell the sun what to do. Because we'll shoot the fucking sun. In Arizona, yeah. it's specific cities, isn't it? Like Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That's it's right. some like Goldwater Republican like commie yeah. plot thing. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll get I'll are... get up when I want to get up. You don't take my hours from me. <laughs> All numbers are fake there. If you if you win and you're able to leave, you've done something great. That's right. That's right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. By the way, uh, uh, update from live scoring. It is at halftime. Speaking of. <laughs> Arizona 17, USC 14. See? Look what good Pac-12 teams do. That's right. That's right. And also, Except Georgia Tech. I keep looking at this Georgia Tech score, and I'm like, how did this happen? The, the You said it. We started the show. The USC game is in USC, so they don't have an excuse. They suck. Unlike Colorado, Colorado's better than <laughs> USC. Oh, boy. Um, they just got to Arizona, and they're like, so parched. So, <laughs> so flat. So, so dehydrated. Uh, I did not watch much of the second half of this because we were getting ready to start the show. And it looks like it changed a lot in the second half, although the result was still the same. Wyoming was bodying Fresno State for the first half of that game. Like, they looked great. And and the, the final was 24-19. Fresno State scored 12 in the second half, and Wyoming didn't get on the board again. But, like, for one half, they just, they looked awesome. They were blocking well. They were playing kick-ass defense. Fresno State is a very good team. Wyoming has not been great in this series the last few years. Um, yeah, uh, rank Wyoming. I think like you're, Fresno State's yeah, going to drop sure. out of the rankings, yeah. but like Wyoming should just take that spot. I mean, their only loss was uh, a three three of four quarters competitive against Texas. Yes, and they beat sure. Texas Tech. One of like two Texas teams to win this weekend. Transitive butt bowl victory. That's right. I so like the, this is a tangent, but like when, when people talk about you know playoff expansion is going to devalue the regular season or whatever, blah blah blah. Um, that's which you know that's fine. That's an opinion some people have. Um, I think about the upcoming like 
Wyoming, you know, uh, Mountain West title game. Next year, that'll be for a playoff spot. Yeah. Like how are, how are we devaluing anything when an entire conference has a, a you know their 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 conference title game is virtually a what would that be before a quarterfinal I don't know whatever that word is I don't know if there's yeah I, I know mean demi about, yeah. semifinal sure demi final yeah. yeah let's just call it regional there we go the wide ranging definition of region yeah yeah by by the way in that game Wyoming uh they do tend to put it in park when they get even a sort of modest lead they got a little too close to the they did they they, they let them get a little too close to the bumper once they put it in cruise control is what this looks like wait wait, wait. that's a metaphor man a little too close to the bumper baby they parked someone in the comments recommends wild card for that so yes thank you the, yeah, the, Mount, the mountain west championship is a wild card game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a base that's a baseball term they really took their shit off the gas once they put it in park on the freeway. Yes. Uh, how'd the Braves do tonight, by the way? <laughs> well, the best Shut offense. Out. Go Phillies! The, the best offense in the history of baseball did not score any points. Uh, sleeper cell. I asked that because I already knew the answer. It's I did not hear fireworks at my house, so I know. Go Phils! <laughs> did I watch the game? No. Do I believe in Philadelphia supremacy? Absolutely. No, it's a combination of that and like, wow, some Atlanta shit happens. <laughs> Fall in a river, blooper. <laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite thing were people openly like wishing for the death of Blooper. I felt really bad for starring all these tweets of everybody calling Blooper a big dopey bitch after the game, but fair's fair. Yeah, my favorite thing I saw from that game, by the way, was longtime Philly legend and blogger uh, Michoni, who I guess was at the game. He had just the menu from one of the places you can eat sure. in the stadium. And he was, he just said, he took a picture of just the sides and he goes, these are the worst sides I've ever seen. I mean, they're, they're just like, <laughs> the description. Like, no, it's just like standard shit. He's just like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. Fries, fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, fries, it's like trash. It's like coleslaw <laughs> trash. Hey, when you, when you win three to nothing, you can say whatever you want. That's right. That's right. Go talk, talk, yeah, talk your condiment shit. How many more of these games are there? Um, Kansas just ran the hell out of UCF. Kick ass. I, I I don't think I don't think I've forgotten any. None of the new members of the Big Twelve have beaten a legacy member of the Big Twelve at this point, right? I think the only one of these games that one of them has won is uh, BYU beat Cincy. Yeah, I would have to look. And and next week Houston gets to play. And I'm going to say this because I, I have trouble believing it. Second place in the Big 12, West Virginia. That's right. That's right. 2-0. and <laughs> Off this week, baby. Yeah, this uh, th- these standings are crazy. Like, it, Relaxing. it, it really looks like the conference is going to take a little bit of a downgrade next year when <laughs> two of the top three teams in the standings leave. And uh, the three teams at the bottom of the standings um, are, you know, are, are fully ingratiated. The other than Oklahoma and Texas, here's who's atop the Big 12 right now in order. Well, I don't know about tiebreakers. I don't think any of these teams have played. West Virginia, Kansas, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Normal. Like, Oklahoma State TCU was one of the roughest games I've seen in a while. Oklahoma State finally got a win there. When you said all those teams after West Virginia, it didn't sound real good. 
it's it's in, it is interesting. I, I will give it that. I will give it that. But like TCU had a very bad night. Quarterback got injured. Baylor had a very Baylor is having a t- like. I think Baylor is lucky that TCU had was so publicly embarrassed by Colorado in like this hugely watched game because Baylor's having a terrible year. A confusing year. Yeah. Every time, every time I watch them, something else is wrong. Like they fix one thing, and then two other things go wrong. Like the passing game comes along, they can't run the ball further than three feet at a time. No. Yeah. Yeah. The defense is eh. They've like had good. They've had has, good quarters. They've had totally disastrous yes. quarters. Yes. Yeah. Spits and starts. Yes. Special teams. Special teams will be fine. And then they'll go haywire. Like they have some, some. Sometimes they're a penalty disaster. Sometimes they'll play a very clean. Yeah. I've yeah. arrived. I've arrived at a description of this phenomenon, Ryan. Gremlins. They have gremlins. <laughs> Baylor has football gremlins. They're over here. They're over there. They're never in one place all the time. Um, Maryland didn't beat Ohio State. I suppose we should talk Not about quite. that in the past. Not quite. Uh, this was the weekly, like, oh, might be something, might be something. I'm going to go outside for an hour and come back and, oh, oh. We had five weeks of September Maryland, and that was more than we deserved. Ohio State won by 20 after uh, some early drama. Yeah, there was a bit of uh, a bit of coaching mismanagement, coaching malpractice, uh, punt cowardice in this game early on, where Maryland probably should have taken some chances. And if you didn't see the end of the first half, which I did, uh, they were going to line up for a field goal at the end and ran out of time. Just, just ran out of time, straight up. And then we all get busy sometimes. uh, They they were very busy, Ryan. They just, they ran out of time. They were busily wasting the end of that half, thinking they had a field, uh, had a timeout that they did not have and thus missed points at the end of the half. And that sort of, I guess, set the tone for the rest of it. Because at that point, Ohio State just started again pressing the touchdown button. Send, send a pass to Marvin Harrison. Look, a touchdown. Wow. Old Miss held Arkansas to 20 points. That's not good. <laughs> Defensive improvement, sure. Yeah. That's good for them. I don't know what they're doing with KJ. I do not know what the Dan Enos offense is supposed to be because they took our our this big is, beautiful if, rambling like, like, you know, bull of a quarterback. <laughs> and they've 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 raided him in, Ryan. They've tried what, to make him a pocket passer. What what the Arkansas Razorbacks are this season is the Los Angeles Angels. Damn. And it's just like this would be the part of the season where if they could, Arkansas would just be like, I don't know, let's trade KJ Jefferson for fucking farm system or whatever. Or let's not. And let's, let's miss not. Play- yeah. Let's miss the playoffs by 15 games or whatever. Let's bring in some guys and then yeah. trade all of them. <laughs> Let's make a playoff push. Oh God. The Angels it wasn't are the very one effective. Team. The Angels are the only baseball team I think we could talk about on this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about the Mets. Yeah, which yep. are just the East Coast Angels. So. Yeah. The, the Mets the Mets suck. The the Mets are just the on TV too much cocaine angels. So. <laughs> the Mets are the like a little bit of angels every year, whereas the Angels are just all the angels all at once. Right, sure. Yeah. 
I just I don't, I don't know. I know we already did this on the regular show. I don't think Arkansas is going to make a bowl game, or if they do, it's going to be a weird, ugly path there. I felt I felt decent about their chances in this one, but this was a maker breaker. Like yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not it's not fun. I'm sorry. That's a bummer. I shouldn't have brought it up. It's not. It's not. And honestly, like that's Arkansas, and they do things a certain way. And by that, I mean they really love on you and they think it's great when you stabilize the football program. And then after one or two bad years, they um, put you in a sack. Here come the yeah. Here come the foyer requests. Here come the go- yeah. Here come the goblins. Well, there the really was the there really was Arkansas foyer news this week. Yes, there was. Always a horrible sign. Don't, Danny, just don't be checking your email. <laughs> don't do yeah. that. Arkansas, uh, it, Arkansas well, coaching Dan, you've staff. You've been there before. You know what these people are do like. Not, do That's not touch any devices. <laughs> Dude, I would switch my SIM card out, and I wouldn't have the same cell phone for longer than three days at a time. I if I throw away my coach. phone if I if I coach football for the you know all that shit. That, yeah, you know all that shit that Jason Bourne has to do in movies, right? Where they're like, <laughs> throw your phone yeah. away, wrap this aluminum foil around your head so the signals going, can't get in. Now, Sam, now Sam Pittman, I'm going to shoot you, and you're going to have to swim out of a cold river. Yeah, that's the, the goblins. Of the it's Ozark the only way to stay real. safe as Arkansas head coach. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you wrap foil around yourself in Arkansas, and it's oh, now now you're ready to smoke. <laughs> oh, you're tasty. <laughs> That'll retain your moisture just fine. Don't don't hey, listen. Don't make yourself into a brisket. Okay, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Take precautions because they come for you and they come for you quick. Well, do you want to be doxxed or do you want to be smoked? Which will it be, <laughs> coach? Uh, elsewhere in sad news, my Cougs lost four and one Washington State. Oh, UCLA's defense is very good. UCLA, UCLA awesome. entered with number one in the country yards per play defense, which is just a baffling stat. If they if they can maintain this and Dante Moore can keep getting better, their true freshman quarterback, who's like the best recruit in UCLA history. They can be interesting down the stretch. There's like they're not ranked. They're getting better. They're not ranked, but they're four and one, and they lost to a very, very unpleasant Utah team. They lost at Utah by a touchdown. Yes, and they they get Oregon State, who's currently in a very tight game with Cal. Last I checked. Yes. Yeah, they're leading by three in late in the third quarter. They get Stanford. They play. They have to play Colorado, but at least we know they play defense. So, like something can happen. Like there is a path here where UCLA, amongst all the Oregon, like they don't play Oregon, they don't play Washington. UCLA could definitely sneak their way into the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, Washington State had twelve yards rushing on the day. Twelve. And I think Cam Ward was like nineteen of forty passing or something. Nineteen of thirty-nine, yeah. And and they had like four or five turnovers. It was rough. Yeah, they beat their ass. Typical Chip Kelly defense. Typical That's right. typical Philadelphia Eagles classic defense. Uh, okay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> uh, and again, because we can't say it enough. Miami lost to Georgia Tech because they didn't take a knee and then they gave up a forty fucking yard touchdown. Like, how did this happen? I kind of like it. that. Sounds pretty badass, though, right? Like, <laughs> we will never kneel, right? 
<laughs> Miami, Miami, they thought they were playing like 300. They're like, listen, they were. I've been I'm watching. I've been, I've been watching a lot of the Pitch Black movies, and I think they're fucking. Crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they lost to the team with Ponce de Leon running through the middle of town. This is we Miami logic, though. They're like, yeah, needless for bitches. I ain't doing that. Yeah, Kane, Canes don't kneel. Yeah, Canes don't kneel. <laughs> Lions don't kneel. What? What Lions, are you talking about? Lions don't Lions kneel don't before bees. So if you listen to the Huberman podcast, uh, you ever heard? You ever heard you know, of bees knees? Yeah. A lot. A tiger oh, doesn't uh, concern itself with the opinion of bees. Opinion of tigers bees. can't change your stripes, unlike bees, not to be trusted. <laughs> Hurricanes don't have knees; they have eyes, and I'm watching you face to face because I'm not kneeling. I'm watching you run 44 yards for the game-winning touchdown, <laughs> but I'm not kneeling, am I? I'm up. I got a good view of the back of your jersey as you flee freely into the end zone. Because you turned your back on me, that makes you the coward. <laughs> Get back here, you coward! Get back here, and um. Well, we won't kneel. We'll just stand here like men. All part of the longstanding plot to erode Florida State's strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. Part of that plot as well. It's doing great. L- LSU is Clem- also contributing. Clemson 17, Wake Forest 12. I'm not clicking on this box score. I don't want to know nope. how this happened. Nope. I, tw- I got to be honest. If I see 12, I'm not clicking. <laughs> I'm going in. I know what's in there. It's bad. <laughs> I'm seeing numbers like 15 of 25. Um, Clemson, 2. Clemson, 2.6 yards per you rush. Should, you should not be winning by scores that predate the existence of the United States of America. Mm. <sighs> yeah, absolutely not. No. Because Jesus wasn't born yet. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or the score is 12-17. Okay. Yeah, that's that's crap. You don't need to look at it. That's Dave Clawson in his freaky low scoring mode, not his freaky high scoring <laughs> mode. Okay, that's right. I forgot about that. No, remember before before they yeah. were the like freewheeling 39-37 team with yes, the ACC. Like, yeah. yeah, they spent this like is... two years being the like we want this game to be as slow and excruciating yeah. as possible. Yeah, hey, this, you want uh, okay. you want to come over and score nine points and eat a bunch of ham. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is a good rebrand. We were forced to ask if Dave Clawson parties. <laughs> Somebody in my Twitter mentions was just like, yeah, man, I saw him at a widespread show and his eyes were like saucers. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> That's what I want. He um, want to do whippets and kick field goals poorly? Where was okay. this guy when he was coordinating for us? This is all I want. That was a long time ago. Yeah, was Dave Clawson's still mad about it. Hey, UConn won. UConn did win. You, yeah, UConn's UConn off tonight. Food. UConn won. Oh, we already um, talked about that. It's a long show. It's a lot. UConn, and you you forget you've already talked about UConn. Red River. Oh yeah, we didn't. uh, Yes, NC State beat Marshall. Somebody in the comments pointed that out. That was that was a pretty fun and dicey game at points. I'm still not convinced NC State is going to do much this season. But this season, they're four and two, and. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I don't know. Dave Doran's eternal at this point. Well, I mean, they're on pace for eight and four. So <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So like we have to return right. to we have to return to Wolfpack <laughs> equilibrium. <laughs> like, what more do you want from NC State other than eight and four? Yeah. This is the territory. if you can see, Ryan, I'm making a diagram here. <laughs> that diagram shows 
the range of the wolf. It's eight miles in this direction. <laughs> it's not far. And four miles in this it's direction. It's 100 yards. Yes. Man, is that the wolf that's supposed to be inside me? Is that inside, what inside you, there are two wolves. One is very sleepy. <laughs> He's the four lost wolf. Inside you, there are two wolves. Six and six. I, I, I said, we, we have one more story to tell from tonight. You said wolves, and that made me think of dogs. Spencer, will you tell the hot dog story? So at Iowa, uh, Herc the, the, the Hawkeye, right? Herc, was, Herky uh, Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, Herky Hawkeye was testing out a new hot dog gun because, you know, they have a hot dog gun that shoots fully wrapped hot dogs into the stands, uh, which is the most Midwestern shit that I've ever Wait, thought of. Right? Wrapped? Could, did we get it confirmed that they were wrapped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hot dog gun shoots a wrapped hot dog, right, yeah. in the foil, and it shoots it into the stands. I've seen these before. It is the most Midwestern thing because you can hear somebody going, Hey, Jan! <laughs> they got a hot dog gun! <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking great! They just put it in there, and it goes. That they, that fucker goes like thirty <laughs> rolls. Wait, but if they were wrapped, how did what happened next happen? Beamed me right in the goddamn <laughs> forehead. Kids love it. I got hit my wiener Kids with a wiener it. jam. Kids love it. Is back. This feels a lot like my normal Saturday night. Only I had to put on a jacket. I had to tell this jag off. Hey, another hot dog because the hot dog gun's broken. Spencer does my favorite Midwesterner of anyone because most people, 99% of people when they impersonate Midwesterner, they go like Fargo? super, super nice. Yeah. Spencer right. has mean Midwesterner. Spencer, Spencer is basically doing a Bears fan for the last 15 years. Spencer's, Spencer's Midwesterner has his own bar in the in his basement of his own house that he has been 86 from. Hey, right. Jan, Justin Fields is a locker room cancer. <laughs> no, I do. I do like drinking Midwesterner because these are all the guys that. that right, Bears fan. Yeah, these are all the guys that I that my middle school friends' dads were because they all came down to work at the like auto plants, right? So you go over to their house and they'd have this like kick ass oh, Naugahyde no, couch. Half of Nashville, you're right. Right, they would have this like Ouroboros Naugahyde couch that had like twenty three Naugahyde seats, and they'd have the picture of Ditka or the picture of like like Don Mikowski right on the sure, wall. And sure. you go to their house and they would come home and they would put on slippers, immediately grab a beer and be like, "Fuck." Hey, kid, what's going on? Mike Tom Zach's a piece of shit, kid. <laughs> hey, good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, have you lost weight? Go, oh, you're looking good. Did you gain weight? Yeah, oh, you look great. Fuck it. All have right, a hot go. dog. You know who it is? It's the guy on the bear in the kid's birthday party episode who it's comes out the door and it's like, I thought you killed yourself. And he's like, no, that was my brother. And the guy just keeps walking. Like, like people who have their news is like, hey, you remember uh, Don? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Anyway, like, like that's (laughs) anyway. Yeah, none of that is the story. So about the hot dog gun, the pinnacle (laughs) of of Big Ten academic consortiums. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm throwing hot dogs at my wife. So the hot dog gun mal- malfunctioned. So, you know, the people, of course, still craved hot dogs and they still had a bunch of cooked hot dogs to hand out. So what they did was they just started throwing hot dogs into the stands willy nilly without putting them in the bags. So this led to the separation Important. without mid- putting them in the wrappers. Yeah. Yes. Mid flight separation of <laughs> hot dog bun and hot dog. Like rocket boosters falling away. So it's just people throwing you know, like disassembled hot dogs, throwing meat and bread. 
There's people yeah. catching and eating just barehanded hot what dog a, ones. What a metaphor a for like. So it's not just the football team that's having trouble with the passing game. Okay. That's like a metaphor for like half the offenses in the Big Ten at this point. So just throw it out there. <laughs> Renegade sad commenter for glizzy grenades. <laughs> I love y'all. Absolutely love y'all. Oh my god! You can't win if you don't throw the hot dog. If, if you hot dog man. rocket, if you're when you throw the throw the hot dog, there's three bad things that can happen. <laughs> if you're some midwestern uncle or dad who like drinks a little too much and cusses in front of kids, but is very nice about it, I fucking love you. Oh my god! Unscheduled disassembly hot dogs. They're just flying through the fucking air. <laughs> It's great. This is like that dream I had, Jam. <laughs> the hot dog rain dream. Remember that? Phil was in that dream. Yeah, Phil. Remember him? Yeah, he's dead. And, um, she, and, and she does remember it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you were so excited about that dream. Up, you woke up crying. You were you so woke, happy. You woke up screaming. <laughs> anyway, we're fishing. We're fishing. And the guy from New York, he gets out the blow. And I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. It's been a while for that stuff, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm still in the saddle. So uh, giddy up! What do you say we uh, put it on a couple of hot dogs? <laughs> oh, fucking love those guys! Like with all my heart. Um, yeah, so they were having fun at Iowa. Just know that, like you know, we we laugh at Iowa, man. They're, that's a party. You're fine. Having... You know what? Fuck us. Fuck they have, more, they right. have more wins than so many teams. Yeah. Now, be careful what we wish for because last week we pointed out that Notre Dame was on a 30 game heater versus ACC teams. And then what happened? Iowa has a better record than Notre Dame right now. As God intended. As God oh, clearly God, intended. Notre Dame, you lost to the Cardinals. Like, that's hmm. Catholicism falling apart from the inside out. Mm hmm. Vatican's Vatican has, has got no locker room cohesion. And also, Louisville's pizza is more authentically Italian than... That's correct. Rome. Easier to throw, too. You just go... Woo, 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 woo. That's correct. That was me Frisbee throwing a pizza. <sighs> Where is think... Papa... Hold on, I'm going to check. I'm going to check Papa uh -oh. John's Instagram right quick. Oh, yeah, you should probably... Oh, it's, it's only... You got to know where he's at right now. He's going to be outside your front door before you know it. You got to check his TikTok, too. That's very important. What a, uh, if what you a fucking wild... Is that a joke? What no, a fucking, that's not a joke. What a fucking oh, no. wild bio this is. Founder of Papa John's Pizza, fitness enthusiast, proud father and grandfather. All right. Yeah. Um, um, you should, by the way, if you haven't, you should follow Cam Newton on TikTok. It's very entertaining. He had an entire monologue this week about how he has an average-sized penis. Oh, that's it's it. listen. That's on. That's underselling what actually happens in this monologue. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I think the phrase he's, he's really, really good on TV. The phrase "I ain't got no hammer" was mentioned. Yeah, because if I did, I'd be standing here with my pants off. I ain't lacking for confidence. It's like God, Cam. Stop, stop imitating Cam Newton. He's so good. He's so yeah. fucking good. Um, that's it. Do we miss anything else? No, Big Papa. No? Okay. A few. <laughs> um, well, Arizona's up by six. Arizona, Arizona scored again. 
Arizona scored again. It is uh, 20 to 14. Oregon State in oh boy, this this one got this one got yeah. track beat fast, real fast. Uh Oregon State 42, Cal 32 with 14. When's the last minutes. time Cal scored? Cal has 32 points. Holy yeah. shit. And or but Oregon State is driving in this. Yeah. Closest. I forgot about Cal's win over North Texas. Don't take me seriously. And, and again, like <sighs> Georgia Tech. I just it's rough. All. Yeah, no, all. no, it's it's good. It's going to be rough, but that's okay. Mario Cristobal is recruiting right now. I mean, Ro- Ro- uh, Robbie Calland has pointed the following out: to lose outright in regulation, they had to give up seventy-four yards to Haynes King in twenty-six seconds with no timeouts. Haynes King had one hundred and fifty-one passing yards in this game, which, as Robbie points out means half of his passing yards for the game <laughs> came in the last 26 seconds when all they needed was Jesus. a stop. All I hear is clutch. <laughs> I fucking love science. But this is why we're not athletes or champions. Because, you know, you hear it and you go, LOL, bad passing. You know what Haynes King thought? I was due. <laughs> Miami, you fucked this up so bad. <laughs> I got about a hundred. I'm the one who decides when to spend them. That's right. That's it. What? Yeah. Look, I got all these tokens. It's time to do some spending. I just, I really didn't think on a night when Notre Dame just got completely pushed around for for a lot of the game by Louisville that the ACC game we would be talking about that would stick in my brain the most would be Miami Georgia Tech. But that's the Miami difference. That's why it's all about the U. Yeah, they they hate us because they ain't us. They can't stop talking about us. Mm-hmm. Rent free, rent, rent free, free in rent, your head. Rent free, and I'm pissing in it. Your your little your little gator brain can't stop thinking about the canes <laughs> and the things we do. Like, bro, we bro, we we just kind of beat Vanderbilt. We're just is, taking one day at a time. This is the coach. This is the coach that you fought so hard and, and <laughs> were so mean to your other coach to get, and he can't even call a fucking kneel down. Yeah, but bro, the recruiting class for next year, the recruiting class is incredible. Man, just wait until the next coach. They're they the Mets. Up. No, Arkansas is the Angels and Miami is the New York Mets. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, 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 because I think because the Mets do this thing where they actually believe in it. Yep. Like, nobody has ever believed in the Angels. No. Nope. But every now and then Mets fans are like, you know. You know what? Our year. Look, I look, think at, this... look at how much money we're spending. Think... How could it not work? I think this is the year we have enough money to stop being the Mets. God damn it. <laughs> you cannot buy your way out of being the Mets. No, it's not. And we're going to recruit our way out of being modern Miami football. <laughs> you'll see. Nope. I'm going to get a thousand stars. Then you'll see. It's the best. It's like, no, 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 no. Listen, the chef is going to get it right. Okay. We're going to go get Wagyu beef. No, no, no. no. Wagyu's <laughs> not going to do it. You need Kobe beef. Okay. Listen. No, 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 no. It's a third kind of beef you've never heard of before. Yeah. These cows are raised in caves. Super luxury. Alex caves. Rodriguez owns these bear caves where we farm <laughs> meat. Farm the bears. <laughs> no, it's definitely cow meat, bro. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what? what Ignore are we all the dead bears. It's definitely county. What the fuck are you doing to those Miami Don't bears? Worry about it. What did he make out of them? Hamburgers again. <laughs> we got hamburgers again. All right. Now we take this meat. We make it into a hot dog. Then we throw it unwrapped bro, as bro. hard as we can. Bro, be cool. Be cool. Be... I got a whole yard full of dead fucking bears, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I said be cool. Fuck. All right. We got to recruit more bears. The old... We got to move forward. What eats bears? We got to recruit that. Dragons? Yeah, I got a friend with a bunch of Prey of Canarios in Hialeah. He's got like 20 of them in his backyard. <laughs> we just throw the bears in there, okay? Just he'll Listen, we could pay him like 200 bucks. No, actually, we might even pay him. They're hungry. I know he doesn't feed them. Good it. morning, Miami. A mystery as dozens of bear corpses found in the Everglades. <laughs> There's like 15 gloriously happy Prey of Canarios. I love that in like, this oh. news this newscast has time for like 30 seconds on that because there's some other <laughs> shit happening. But next in Miami recruiting. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> the Canes are back. I mean, this, congrats to Georgia Tech and all too. This is great. I'm just going to, I'm going to listen on the air. I'm going to text Michael Ryan Reeves right now. <laughs> do it. Uh, text, I'll be like, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, the refs right now. Do it. Oh, no. I'm going to be, I'm going to be like, I'm sure you guys have it all under control over there. That's what I'm going to do. Be no, like, no. Text part. him and say, hey, is the game over? You don't, you don't see the vision, bro. You don't. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, if, Listen, it's like any asset. If I have all the bear carcasses, I uh -huh. control the flow of bear carcass. You it's control the, the market. That's right. The bear carcass market is mine. I can charge whatever I want. $10,000, $25,000. It's just like crypto, except it's dead bears. Are we too good at business? It's possible. I just texted him and asked if the game was over. Let's see if I get a response. <laughs> Should I text him right now too, or would that be too obvious? I think that might. That hey, might... buddy, I turned it off with a couple minutes to go, but you guys are looking good. Yeah, I thought you had it in hand. All you had to do was kneel. <laughs> Canes don't kneel. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, the ibis can't. It can't bend that way. <laughs> bird, bird knees. Bird knees kneel backwards. Ibis literally does like a half kneel at all times. But like, Shit! Bird, 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 bird knees kneel the other, the, the Maybe other way. The Maybe that's, that's the problem. Is it indecisive? It's a bird? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what season of that was Love Island when they were making fun of the one dude who said a dolphin wasn't a fish? <laughs> I don't know, but he came from the Miami of England. That's all I know. Essex, yeah. I don't wow. kneel, bro. I'm like a fucking flamingo. Are there Mets fans in England? God, what a terrifying well, existence be. that must God, be. God, the, the most cynical That's, human being on earth. That's hey, really if perfect. If you're a Mets fan in England, reach out to us. We don't want to talk. I just want to know you exist. Also, if you're a Mets fan in England, why do, why are you, do you ever think about sports? <laughs> also, if you're a Mets fan in England, you're up way too early. It's not even church time yet. Oh, boy. Like, both those teams were really good in, like, 19... 59 sure. and that's it right sure. yeah. roughly yeah 86 too it once at 86 yeah. okay thank you yeah yeah well not england though but yeah yeah mm. not england no oh okay what do we think of miami shit what do we think of shit <laughs> miami <laughs> no, I think we're good. so I think... speaking of miami thank you 
few things to say. It was good. I think I think we've That's had a good on your heart. I think we had a good butt week overall. Bring it on down. Lay it at the cross. Oh yeah. All right. Uh if you've made it this far, by the way, thanks to everybody uh who did. Uh Uncle Beerus. We're tooling Iceman after dark Caboose SSG Master Gator. Uh yeah, Miami Stack and Class. If you're, Don't worry. If you're still here, check your Coinbase account. Dead bear on its way to you, bro. We're going straight to the fucking bear moon. Coin bears. Yeah. Coin That's bears. all we do. You exchange three, <laughs> it's three rabid Presa Canario coin for four bear coin for six slurp juices. We'll get you into the party tonight. Some of y'all still aren't getting it. You can exchange six slurp bears for, for, for one. You know you know what's great about this is knowing that all the cryptocurrencies that we have invented during the run of this show, and they are myriad, are now worth exactly as much as the crypto coins that everybody paid for. Here's the thing. You could invest in cryptocurrency, or you could be a Miami booster. And in both cases, you've just thrown your money away. In both, <laughs> in both cases, you're going to lose to computer nerds. <laughs> Bye.